Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, producer Zane here just letting you know that we are having another patron-only episode release week. This week we are looking at the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. Uh, Once again, Ellen and Jess are taking a little bit of time off to catch up with life in general. Because, you know, life's hard, you guys. So keep sending them positive vibes. They love it when they get messages from you all. Uh, And here is the episode patron-only Formerly, the murder of Didi Blanchard. Hello and welcome to the Patreon-only content of Murder in the Land of Oz. I'm Jess. Hello to our gold members. I'm Ellen. And welcome. So... I've gone a bit off brand today because I had a case that I was going to do, but then I had my entire life go up in flames on brand. So um, my research wasn't done. So then I needed something quick and good to <laughs> throw together. the kind of thing that we should not be saying. But it is on brand, so what can you do? It is on brand, but um, I have been wanting to talk about this case for ages. You have. And obviously I can't really talk about it on the main podcast channel because it isn't set in Australia. But a recent TV show based on this case has come out and it's called The Act, which you can find on Hulu if you are bougie enough and have Hulu. Um, and this is the murder of Dee Dee Blanchard. Now I find this face, I find this case fucking stunning and I've been wanting to talk about it for ages and I thought why not talk about it on the Patreon only content so you guys can hear my thoughts hear my feelings so I think this is going to be a a it's a a, I think this might be a Patreon only thing for Jess that she's just going to pick some nice noise murders that she likes keep it tight keep it nice you know Zane is shaking his head. Ellen no, is looking at me from Skype, going like, my face "I am right fucking tired." Like, I just spoke about <laughs> Ned Kelly for two hours, and I'm not emotionally ready for this. Toit. Toit. Toit, toit, toit. No, this is a really complicated case. Um, it's really unfortunate for a lot of people involved, not only um, Dee Dee who was murdered and her daughter Gypsy, but also the entire community surrounding Dee Dee and Gypsy that were taken advantage of for a really, really long time. Um, but, yeah, let's get stuck into it, shall we? Yes. Also, okay. in a murder in the land of Oz first, I also know something about this case. So, like, we can have, like, a dialogue. Usually we don't know anything yeah. about the cases that the other Usually we don't know anything about everybody else's cases. Yeah, no, that's stunning. Okay, so 
Gypsy Rose Blanchard was an inspirational little girl. Bound to a wheelchair, Gypsy Rose fought leukemia, muscular dystrophy, seizures, hair loss, teeth loss, and was even displaced by Hurricane Katrina. Through many charitable organisations, including Make-A-Wish, Habitat for Humanity, Gypsy Rose Blanchard and her mother, Claudinia, or Dee Dee Blanchard, were blessed with a wheelchair-accessible house in Missouri and a lifetime of wonderful luxuries and experiences that only some people could dream of. For this little girl, a life that seemed destined for heartache and pain, she was truly blessed. But on June 14th, 2015, Dee Dee Blanchard was found stabbed to death in her bedroom and the disabled gypsy was nowhere to be found. An ominous post on the Facebook account shared by both the mother and the daughter had a status update reading, that bitch is dead. Oh, intrigue. Friends and family assumed that the- Savion Blanc. Savion Blanc, right? Friends and family Mm -hmm. um, assumed that the page had been hacked and that the two uh, were merely discussing their reactions to a movie that they were watching, (laughs) lol, Um, when suddenly a follow-up comment appeared saying, I fucking slashed that fat pig and raped her sweet, innocent daughter. Her scream was so fucking loud, lol. Um, Lol. Gross. Gross. Gross, don't like that. So friends and people in the community surrounding Dee Dee and Gypsy were obviously really, really worried. Um, They tried ringing. They tried knocking on the door. They obviously couldn't get in. Um, Their house was all locked up, um, but the car was then brand new car was still available in the, was still in the driveway. So obviously they couldn't have gone far, uh, seemingly. Um, so they couldn't get into the house. So they ordered, um, they not ordered, they rang the police for a they wellness check saying that there's a mother and daughter. The daughter is like you would they order ordered the Uber. police. <laughs> they asked the police. <laughs> like the police are three minutes away in a high end. Shut up. I'm tired. <laughs> so, um, they asked the police to do a wellness check saying that they had a mother and daughter. There'd been some problematic stuff put up on social media. The, the, the daughter was uh, severely disabled and very ill and they just wanted to make sure that they were okay. Um, and when police entered the property, they found Dee Dee's dead body. She was lying in her bed and she was covered with a sheet and had been stabbed several times. Um, a few days later, um, because they're oh, – also, important information, Gypsy wasn't in the house. So this is a girl that has seemingly has All these ailments. Several, yeah, several illnesses, is wheelchair-bound, like is completely reliant on her mother to get from A to B, and all of, D- all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were still in the house. So she had three wheelchairs. They were all still in the house. The car was still there. It's like, where's Gypsy? She's obviously been abducted yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, happened to Gypsy as well. Something or yeah, something has terrible has happened to Gypsy as well. So a few days later, Gypsy was actually found completely unharmed in Wisconsin, which is a couple of states over. Um, so many people feared that the sickly just the Gypsy was going to have irreversible damage from missing some of her treatments and medications from the kidnapping, but there was a. A even bigger problem they discovered because when the police went to answer the door and when they found Gypsy. She could fucking walk, couldn't she? 
even though Dee Dee and Gypsy had been telling everybody that she was fucking paralysed and that she couldn't get out of her wheelchair. Wait, did Gypsy answer the door? Did she walk up yeah. to the door? Or she walked they up. immediately no, saw her no, no. walking? No, no. So the Nick Godajon, who we'll get to in a minute, answered the door and then Gypsy came to the door walking. And the police like, well. Cover busted immediately. Yeah, exactly right, you know. Um, so, and yeah, basically. So let's go back to the top, shall we? Yes. Dee Dee Blanchard was born Claudine Pitre, I think I'm saying that right, in Chack Bay. What a fucking Classic. stunning name. Chack Bay. Chack Bay, Bay Louisiana. Chack Bay Bay, which is near the Gulf, <laughs> near the Gulf Coast in uh, 1967, which she grew up. She grew up with her family nearby in Golden Meadow. Dee Dee was doted on by her mother. She was often regarded by her siblings as like the golden child. She was the youngest. And her mother would often say, oh, Dee Dee's too, um, like she would made up this thing that like Dee Dee had like a heart problem. So she couldn't do this and she couldn't do that. She was really, really spoilt. Um, none of the other children in Dee Dee's family had been given a car, Dee Dee was. None of the other children in the family had their education paid for to go to college or anything like that. Dee Dee did. Um, so Dee Dee was also a former beauty queen. There's this really horrific video of her in this like, so the only way I can sort of like assimilate this picture in my head to some sort of pop culture reference is like the thing in the, in the little mermaid that King Triton puts his trident into that's what the back of Dee Dee's dress looks like. She looks like a fucking drag queen. It's so wild. Also during her childhood, re- relatives said that she would um, be involved in like petty theft, often as a retaliation for things not going her way. So she was a spoiled bitch. Um, at some point during, in, during her adult life, she also worked as a nurse, nurse's aide. Um, so when her mother, um, so after Dee Dee's death, um, the family also expressed a suspicion that she might have actually had something to do with her own mother's death. Dee Dee's mother, Dee Dee might have had something to do with her own mother's death in 1997 by denying her her food. So when Dee Dee was 24, she became pre- she became pregnant to uh, she be- with a child, obviously not a lizard. Uh, she became pregnant to a, with a daughter by a man named Rod Blanchard, who was only 17 at the time and Dee Dee was 24. Could you imagine? So Gypsy Rose, interesting name because there was a famous stripper called Gypsy Rose Lee, which is, yeah, which is the basis of the fucking stunning, fantastic musical Gypsy. Um, Turns out uh, Dee Dee Blanchard didn't know anything about Gypsy Rosalie. So that's not where Gypsy got her name from. So um, Claudine or Dee Dee liked the name Gypsy and she, her middle name Rose was because Rod was a fan of Guns N' Roses. So shortly before Gypsy Rose's birth in 1991, Rod and uh, Dee Dee got, uh, they separated. And in 2017, Rod had said that they'd just gotten married for really all the wrong reasons. Um, despite Dee Dee's efforts to get him to return, he didn't. And so she took her newborn, he, she took newborn Gypsy with her to live with her family. So Bobby, who's Dee Dee's nephew, recalls that Gypsy's birth might have been slightly premature, which, um, you know, may have affected the development of her skull. But other than that, she had no health issues when she was born. Um, 
according to Rod Blanchard, who remained involved with his daughter's life, who was involved with her, was involved with Gypsy by this time. She was also, she was known as Jip at three months old. Um, so in th- when she, around this time, <laughs> Jip, uh, around three or four months old, um, Dee Dee was convinced that uh, Gypsy was suffering from sleep apnea and began taking her to the hospital where um, there was like repeated overnight stays with a sleep monitor and other tests, but there was like tests were done and there was found like no sign of the condition. Nevertheless, Rod recalls that Dee Dee um, became convinced that Gypsy had a wide range of health issues, which she attributed to an unspecific, uh, unspecified chromosomal disorder. So when Gypsy was about seven or eight, um, Bob, uh, Dee Dee's nephew, uh, recalls that she was riding, that uh, Gypsy was riding around on her grandfather's motorcycle and he had a minor a- um, accident. So Gypsy got like an abrasion, so basically like a, a scrape on her knee, which her mother said was a visible sign of injuries that would require several hours of surgery to treat properly. Ooh. <laughs> from then on, Gypsy, yeah, from then on, Gypsy was confined to a wheelchair, although um, uh, Bobby no, saw no signs of um, of that and that she thought he, uh, he thought she was just healthy enough to walk on her own. Um, so she often went with her mother to the special Olympic events. And in 2001, Dee Dee claimed when, uh, Dee Dee claimed that when Gypsy was eight, she was named the honorary queen of crew of mid city parade, a child oriented parade held during the Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Okay. Interesting. So Gypsy seemed to have stopped going to school actually in year two or the second grade to our US our friends of the USA. And it actually might've been uh, even as early as kindergarten, but some of the, because of the, she had no school records. Her mother, Dee Dee, homeschooled Gypsy. Um, that was supposedly because of her illnesses and that she didn't want her immune system to get affected. And because her illnesses were so severe, Gypsy actually managed to learn to read on her own, like teach herself how to read Um, getting through the Harry Potter books. Gypsy's father, Rod, actually remarried. Uh, Dee Dee moved in with her father and stepmother. They would later claim that Dee Dee, when preparing food for her stepmother, poisoned it with Roundup weed killer, leading to her own chronic illnesses during this period. Um, During that time, she was also arrested for several minor offences, including writing bad checks. Oh, no. (laughs) Um, so when her family was confronting her, totally messed it up. So Dee Dee accused her stepmother of poisoning Gypsy, which she thinks started Gypsy's chronic illnesses during this time. Uh, so Dee Dee's family accused her of poisoning her own stepmother when she was preparing her food, which led to her stepmother's own chronic illnesses at this time. So she was arrested for some minor offences, including writing bad checks, which I think is so weird. Her family was actually starting to confront her about the treatment of Gypsy and express suspicion about her role in the stepmother's health. And so she packed up and left um, to another city, although the family would not know this for several years later. Her stepmother's health suspiciously went back to normal after Dee Dee's disappearance. <laughs> Big off. 
<laughs> so they were living in a place called Slidell. And she and Gypsy, Dee Dee and Gypsy were living in public housing. They paid their bills using public assistance. Um, Dee Dee had been, which she had been granted because of, oh, I'm so sorry, I was off mic. Uh, Dee Dee had been granted uh, public assistance because of uh, uh, of Gypsy's supposed medical conditions. And, yeah, and also they were getting uh, alimony payments, which I have to say Rod was, you know, delivering every month. You know, regardless of the problem, uh, the problematic relationship that he had with Dee Dee, he was still supporting his daughter, which I think is, you know, a testament to him. He was a man of he is a man of integrity. Yeah, because a lot of people get away with not paying alimony, and it's real shit. Um, so they spent most of their time visiting specialists, mostly at the Tulane Medical Center and the Children's Hospital of New Orleans, seeking treatment for the illnesses that Dee Dee claimed that Gypsy had, which he now said included, uh, hearing and vision problems. Um, during a muscle, muscle biopsy, uh, they found no sign that Gypsy had muscular dystrophy that, uh, Dee Dee insisted that Gypsy had. But she was successful in securing treatment for her daughter's other uh, uh, purported uh, issues. After this, she told doctors that Gypsy had seizures every few months and they prescribed anti-seizure medication. Uh, Several surgeries were performed on Gypsy during this time and Dee Dee regularly took Gypsy to the emergency room for minor, minor ailments. And then a thing called Hurricane Katrina happened. So that was a devastating uh, tornado. No, it was a hurricane, hence the name Hurricane <laughs> Katrina. Oh, no, that's the stupidest thing I've ever said, isn't it? Hur- <laughs> Zane, keep that in. Um, after Hurricane Katrina devastated the area of New Orleans in August of 2005, uh, Dee Dee and Gypsy left their ruin, ruined apartment for a shelter in Covington, uh, which was set up for individuals with special needs. Uh, Dee Dee said that Gypsy's medical records, including her birth certificate, ooh, have been destroyed in the flooding. A doctor there from Ozark suggested that they relocate to their native Missouri and the next month they were airlifted there by a helicopter. I saw footage of it. It was fucking wild. Um, so at first, Dee Dee and Gypsy lived in a rented home in Aurora in the southwestern area of the state. Um, During this time, Gypsy was honoured by the Olay Foundation, which advocates for the rights of feeding tube recipients because Gypsy had been administered a feeding tube because apparently she couldn't eat on her own. And uh, Gypsy had described it as being she was fed 80% of the time with a feeding tube and some uh, the other 20% she would sometimes, you know, eat stuff orally normally. Um, in 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a small house with a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub, which was a part of a larger project on the north side of Springfield. You might know that from The Simpsons. Um, to the east, and <laughs> that's where they moved. Uh, so the story of a single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devastation received a lot of media attention locally, and the community pitched in to help. Um, the woman who now had gone, uh, who fucking Fifi doll. She's making a racket, Ellen. 
It's making a fucking racket. So uh, Dee Dee was now going by Claudinia Blanchard and who everyone knew as Dee Dee. So the, there was an outpouring of support, which included a fuck ton of money. Uh, in Louisiana, the mother and daughter availed themselves on the occasional stays in the Ronald McDonald households during medical appointments. So they received a fuck ton of money because of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, they had occasional stays at the Ronald McDonald house during medical appointments. They received free flights to see doctors in Kansas City, free trips to Walt Disney World. And holla at your girl because she's fucking going to scanned. Disney World in fucking June and she is so bloody keen for it, son. It's going to be great. Um, all right, you don't brag. And backstage passes to see Miranda Lambert. You would know her because you like country music. I love Miranda Lambert. You made me go to a country bar, didn't you, that one time? I did. I can't. I will never forgive Blake Shelton for breaking Miranda Lambert's heart. Yeah, because he's with um, Old Mate, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah. Gwen Stefani. You liked Gwen Stefani. Yeah, well, I don't really respect her for, like, breaking up a marriage. But anyway, that's, like, a problematic opinion. We can dive into We'll talk about that later. later. (laughs) Um, So, Gypsy was... That's the Mitlu After Dark. (laughs) Mitlu After Dark, our dating and lifestyle podcast. Um, (laughs) uh, So, Dee Dee and Gypsy were frequently photographed backstage with the singer and Miranda Lambert actually, from her personal account, gave Gypsy and Dee Dee (gasps) $3,500. Yep. They scammed Miranda? Uh Uh-huh, doll. Yep. And also there's, like, photos with her and Elijah Wood because she loved Lord of the Rings and she also met Blake Shelton. Mm -hmm. So wild, wild, wild. Wild, wild Uh, west. So... Uh, Rod Blanchard also, as I said, continued to make monthly child support payments of $1,200 as well as sending Gypsy gifts and occasionally talking to her on the phone. During one call on her 18th birthday, he recalls Dee Dee telling him not to mention his daughter's real age, saying that she thinks she's 14 because that's oh, not does problematic. She? Does she think that? <laughs> Rod and his second wife uh, regularly hoped they'd get to Springfield to visit, but for a variety of reasons, Dee Dee would change the plans at last minute. She told her neighbours in Springfield that gypsies father was abuse an abusive drug addict and an alcoholic who never had never come to terms with his daughter's health issues and never sent them any money which was not obviously not true uh people who met gypsy were charmed by her she was all of five feet tall so 150 centimeters obviously uh a lot of her growth was probably stunted by the obscene amount of medications that she took that she didn't need unnecessary medication and also being Mm -hmm. on a feeding tube for so long uh, and she also had a nearly toothless mouth. She had because of all of, especially the anti-seizure medication that causes a lot of uh, damage to your teeth, um, which mm-hmm. her mother would then blame on reflux. Um, so she saw like gastroenterologists and stuff like that to mm-hmm. you know, and she had to have all, a lot of the majority of her teeth pulled out. She had uh, large glasses and a high childlike voice which reinforced the perception that she was much younger than she was and that she had all of the problems that her mother said that she did uh she often wore wigs and hats to cover her baldness and her Dee would actually regularly shave gypsy's hair to mimic the hairless appearance of a, a chemotherapy patient because supposedly gypsy had That's leukemia sick. When they left the house, Dee Dee would often take an oxygen tank and a feeding the feeding tube with them. Gypsy was 
fed the children's liquid nutrition supplement Pediasure as as long as uh, as far into her twenties as you know. So Dee Dee used uh, physical abuse to control her daughter, um, always holding her daughter's hand in the presence of others whenever Gypsy said something that either suggested that she was not really sick or seemed above the purported mental capabilities. Gypsy recalled that her mother would give her a very tight squeeze of the hand. When the two were alone, Dee Dee would strike her with open hands or even a coat hanger. Uh, Medical interventions continued. Dee Dee had some of Gypsy's saliva glands treated with Botox and then later on extracted them altogether to control her drooling, which uh, Dee Dee would say that Gypsy would choke on her own saliva. Um, and Gypsy later claimed that her mother induced uh, – by putting like a topical anesthetic to numb her gums before doctor's visit. So that would make the appearance of her drooling. So then drooling. Oh my God, that's fucked. And then they took the saliva glands out. Uh, Also tubes were implanted into her ears to control her myriad um, of ear infections. Fuck. I hate ear infections. I get them all the time. It's so annoying. Uh, So, you know, who didn't get them? Gypsy Ruth. Definitely not. It was made up. So Bernardo Flasterstein, I think that's how, that's F-L-A-S-T-E-R, Flasterstein. No, that's right. Uh, He was a pediatric neurologist who saw Gypsy in Springfield, became suspicious of her muscular dystrophy diagnosis. He ordered MRIs and blood tests, but actually found no abnormalities and he couldn't see a reason why Gypsy couldn't walk. And he told that. He said that to Dee Dee on a follow-up after seeing Gypsy stand up and support her own weight. Oh, my God. Flasterstein noticed that uh, Dee Dee was not a good historian of Gypsy's medical records. After contacting Gypsy's doctors in New Orleans, he learned that Gypsy's original muscle biopsy had come back negative, undermining Dee Dee's uh, diagnosis of muscular dystrophy as well as her claim that Gypsy uh, – as well as uh, – Dee Dee's claims that Gypsy's records had been uh, destroyed by Hurricane Katrina. Mm-hmm. He suspected a possibility of Munchausen's by proxy. Woo-hoo! Ding, 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 ding. Ding, 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 the ding. The only ding. correct have, diagnosis in this. We ha- Yeah, exactly, so far. So for those of you playing at home, Munchausen's syndrome by proxy is a mental health problem in which a caregiver – makes up a cause and makes up causes or illnesses. uh, No, makes up or causes illnesses or injuries in a person under his or her care, such as a child or an elderly adult or a person who has a disability. Vulnerable people are victims. MSBP is a form of child abuse or elder abuse. Doctors aren't sure what causes it, but it might be linked to problems during the abuser's childhood. And it is also discussed in a documentary that I watched that I will link in the show notes um, that Dee Dee's mother actually suffered by either a a form or a lesser form of Munchausen's and uh, forced that upon Dee Dee because I mentioned before she would say that Dee Dee had like heart heart problems that she couldn't do things and stuff like that. So that might have stemmed from Dee Dee's childhood. Uh, Abusers often feel like that their life is out of control, which is interesting because you look at uh, images of Dee Dee and Gypsy's house 
and the place looks like a fucking hoarder nightmare. Like it's absolutely cooked. But then the creepy bit is they opened a cabinet in Dee Dee and Gypsy's house and it was the medicine cabinet and I've never seen anything look so methodical in my entire fucking life. It was very (laughs) creepy. Uh, So people that suffer Munchausen's by proxy often suffer from poor self-esteem and they also can't deal with stress or anxiety. Um, The attention that caregivers get from having a sick child may encourage their behaviour. Caregivers may get attention from not only doctors and nurses but also from others in the community, much like Dee Dee and Gypsy were. Mm. For example, neighbours might try to help the family in many ways, such as doing chores or bringing meals or giving money, which was definitely the case with Gypsy and Dee Dee. Definitely the case, yeah. A person with Munchausen syndrome by proxy often has medical skills or experience, uh, is seems devoted to his or her child, uh, looks for sympathy and attention, tries too hard to become close and friendly with medical staff, needs to feel powerful and in control and does not see his or her behaviour as harmful. Um, I just want to say it is a form of child abuse and if you do suspect that someone is uh, a victim, uh, don't confront the suspected caregiver because obviously they're going to deny it. Um, mm. and it might make the problem worse. So if you do if you do see signs, keep a journal of the child's symptoms, the child or the person's symptoms and other related events. Talk with a doctor about your concerns and also uh, report your concerns to a welfare agency and you can make a report without using your name and you'll be, you know, you'll remain anonymous. You'll be sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Dee Dee uh, got access to Flacistine's notes uh, about Gypsy and actually stopped taking Gypsy to see him because, you know, he obviously was realising that um, Gypsy wasn't as sick as Dee Dee was letting on. Making so it be, yeah. the shitty thing is, is that Flacistine actually didn't follow up by reporting Dee Dee to social services. He said he'd been told by other doctors to treat the pair with golden gloves and doubted that the authorities would believe him anyway, which is really shitty for Gypsy. That's because a lot up. of this a lot of this stuff could have been avoided. <clears throat> In 2009, an anonymous caller told the police that Dee Dee's use of different names and birth dates for herself and her daughter and suggested that Gypsy was in better health than Dee Dee claimed. Officers performed a, a wellness check, but accepted Dee Dee's explanation that she used, that they were misinformed and um, it would you know, her changing her name would just make it harder for her abusive ex-husband to find her or her seeming right. like what she led on her abusive ex-husband yeah. to find her and Gypsy. Um, and they actually didn't corroborate this story with Rod and reported that Gypsy seemed to be genuinely mentally handicapped. So the file was closed. Fuck. So... Uh, while people that were closest to Gypsy still believe that she was a teenager, by the 2010s, she was in fact an adult and began to test the limitations of her mother's scheme. A neighbour recalls an incident between either 2009 or 10 where Gypsy showed up at her door one night without her wheelchair seeking a ride to a local hospital to visit a man with whom she shared a romantic interest. The man had been assaulted by a group of people familiar with Gypsy's medical history who felt that he was taking advantage of the mentally challenged underaged girl. At the hospital, Gypsy produced a birth certificate that gave her correct date of birth and proving that she was of legal age. 
Dee Dee then had showed up at the hospital where she said that the birth certificate was an incorrect version, um, which was issued because of Katrina and apparently proving with the real birth certificate, giving a more recent birth date. Uh, reportedly, Gypsy was made to apologise to all people that were present at the time. That is so fucked up. Yeah. So since 2001, Gypsy and her mother had been attending sci-fi conventions, uh, sometimes in costume, since she could blend in even in her wheelchair. Um, at an event in 2011, she made what may have been a escape attempt that ended with her mother... Um, finding her in a hotel room with a man that she had met online. Dee Dee had produced paperwork giving Gypsy's false younger birth date and pretend and threatened to inform the police. Gypsy recalled that afterward Dee Dee smashed her computer with a hammer and threatened to do the same with her fingers if she ever tried to escape again. Fuck. She also kept Gypsy leashed and handcuffed to her bed for two weeks, which is two fucking weeks? terrifying. Dee Dee later told Gypsy that she had filed paperwork with the police claiming that Gypsy was mentally incompetent, leading Gypsy to believe that if she attempted to go to the police for help, that they would not help her. Uh, Sometime around 2012, Gypsy, who continued to use the internet after her mother had gone to bed uh, so she could avoid tighter supervision, uh, made contact with a man called Nicholas Godajon, a man who was around her age from Big Bend, Wisconsin, she claimed they'd mm-hmm. met on a Christian singles group. Um, uh, Go to John had some issues of his own. He had a criminal record of indecent exposure. Turns out he got caught masturbating in a McDonald's, <laughs> which I think is one of the most mortifying things I've ever fucking heard. Why am uh, I more was- horrified by the fact it was in a McDonald's? Yeah, right. Uh, he had also a history of mental illnesses and stated to be at times either uh, suffering from dissociative identity disorder or autism. Mm-hmm. And autism or autism, yep. Okay, 2014. Uh, Gypsy confided in one of her neighbours, Aaliyah Woodmansey, who was 23 at the time and was unaware that uh, Gypsy was actually much closer to her, age, to her age than she thought and she considered herself a big sister to Gypsy. Uh, mm-hmm. So... Gypsy told Aaliyah that she and Goda John had discussed eloping and they'd even chosen names for their potential children. But Aaliyah has said in interviews following this whole event that it was hard to discern like whether or not this was just like a fantasy that Gypsy had constructed. Yeah. Uh, so Gypsy had five separate Facebook accounts and go to, and her and Goda John would f- flirt online. They exchanged um, – their exchanges often included BDSM elements – which Gypsy has since claimed that was more what he was interested in. Aaliyah mm-hmm. tried to talk her out of it, still thinking that Gypsy was way too young and that she was possibly getting taken advantage of by a sexual predator. Uh, she considered Gypsy's plans to be, as I said, just fantasies and that they would never actually take place. Despite Dee Dee's efforts to prevent her, to prevent Gypsy from using the internet, which went as far as destroying her phone and her laptop, she maintained contact with Aaliyah who saved printouts of posts that Gypsy shared and this was up until about 2014. The next year, uh, Gypsy arranged and paid for Go to John to meet her and her mother in Springfield. Her plan was for him to just bump into her while she and Dee Dee were at the movies. They were both going to see Cinderella, the, um, the 2015 live-action yep, version. The live-action version. 
and uh, they wanted to like strike up a relationship in that way, and then for like her to introduce him to her mother. But as and soon for her as they to, like approve, as soon as so they they met up in real life. They went and sat in the cinema, and then Gypsy left to go to the bathroom, and Nick go to John uh, left at the same time. Gypsy mm-hmm. actually led him into the bathroom where they had sex on their first meeting. She apparently didn't find him desirable in person as he seemed to as he seemed online and Dee Dee actually described him as creepy, but they continued their internet interactions and right. that's when they just started developing their plan to murder Dee Dee. Mm-hmm. So go to John returned to Springfield in June of twenty fifteen. Um and this was when Gypsy and her mother were away at a doctor's appointment. After they had returned, Dee Dee went to sleep and Gypsy texted go to John saying that her mother was asleep and he arrived at the Blanchard house. Gypsy let him in and allegedly gave him the duct tape, the gloves and the knife with the understanding that he would use it to murder Dee Dee. And Gypsy claimed that later on that she didn't expect him to be able to do it. Um, mm-hmm. Go to John or then supposedly ordered Gypsy to hide in the bathroom and cover her ears so that she wouldn't have to witness the death of her mother. Goda John then stabbed Dee Dee several times in her sleep. The two, uh, Gypsy then had sex with Goda John in her room, took $4,000 in cash that Dee Dee had been keeping in the house. Mostly um, they were payments from child support. And then mm-hmm. Gypsy and Goda John then fled to a motel outside of Springfield. Uh, they uh, remained there for several days while planning their next move. During that time, they were seen on security camp. Like, it was not clever what they did. And no. um, in one of the, uh, docu- like, one of the, like, 2020 specials I was watching today, this guy described it, I thought, quite brilliantly as, like, a Hansel and Gretel crime, crime that they were sort of, like, leaving breadcrumbs yeah. everywhere, like receipts and security camera footage and, like, I mean, they were with too... cab drivers and stuff like that. And then they were like yeah. chilled, not children, but you know, not they children, were very, very but young, mm. naive, naive. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so they managed to get away. They, uh, Gypsy said at that point, she thought that they'd gotten away with it. Um, they mailed the murder weapon back to go to John's home in Wisconsin to avoid being caught with it. And then it took, and then they took a bus back to Wisconsin um, so several witnesses saw the pair at the Greyhound station and noted, noticed that Gypsy wore a blonde wig and that she was walking unassisted because, as I said earlier, um, all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were back at the house. At the house. Okay, so we're afternoon of June 14th and uh, 2015. Gypsy At Gypsy's urging, um, Nick John used his phone to post two updates to Dee Dee and Gypsy's Facebook page so that people would discover the body. Uh, the first read, as I said, the bitch is dead, followed 17 minutes later by a longer comment suggesting that whoever had, whoever left it had violently killed Dee Dee and ra- raped Gypsy. Gypsy would later state that she was concerned that, sev- um, that several days had passed without anyone discovering her mother's body and that she hoped that someone would re- report the ominous message to the police that they would find Dee Dee's body. Mm-hmm. So obviously the Blanchards responded to the first post and the language, which seemed really uncharacteristic for Dee Dee. Um, then the, uh, uh, 
phone calls went unanswered for, and uh, several of their friends and concerned community members went to the house and they were uh, all the knocks and answers, like they just went all unanswered. Um, often they would, Dee Dee and Gypsy would leave for medical trips unannounced, but they saw that um, Dee Dee's car was still in the driveway, making that, un- that, making that explanation seemingly unlikely. Uh, protective film on the windows made it hard to see inside. Um, in the the act, which is obviously a dramatized story of um, Dee Dee and Gypsy's story, was um, this was after the uh, welfare call had been made, so it was obviously to stop people looking into the house. Mm-hmm. Um, no one answered the door, so they called nine one one. The police arrived, and they had to wait for a search warrant to be issued so they could enter. Um, but they allowed a neighbour present to climb through the window where he saw the inside of the house was largely undisturbed and that all of Gypsy's wheelchairs were still present. When the warrant was issued, police entered the house and soon found Dee Dee's body. A GoFundMe account was set up to pay for her funeral expenses and possibly for Gypsy's as well because they also thought that Gypsy was dead. Um, All who knew the Blanchards well feared the worst that even if Gypsy was unharmed, they believed that she would be helpless without her wheelchair, medication, support equipment like oxygen and her feeding mm-hmm. tube. Mm-hmm. So Aaliyah, um, Gypsy's friend, was among those who gathered at the Blanchard's lawn, told police that she knew uh, she knew about Gypsy and her secret online boyfriend. She showed them the printouts that she had saved, in which which included his name. Uh, based on that info, police asked Facebook to trace the IP address from where the statuses had been made on Dee Dee and Gypsy's Facebook account, which led them to Wisconsin. And the next day with the Waukesha uh, County uh, police station, they raided the Go to John's Big Bend home. Both he and Gypsy surrendered and they were taken into custody on the charges of murder and felony of armed criminal action. The news that Gypsy was safe was greeted with a lot of relief in Springfield um, uh, so Gypsy and Go to John were then extradited back to Springfield um, and were held on a $1 million bond. Uh, in announcing the news, uh, Green County Sheriff Jim Arnott warned that things were not always, uh, things are not always what they appear. Ooh. The media in Springfield reported the truth that the Blanchards, uh, of the Blanchards' lives, that Gypsy had never actually been sick and had always been able to walk and that the, that Dee Dee had, made her pretend otherwise using physical abuse to control her. Arnott urged people to not donate any more money to the family until investigators had learned the extent of the fraud. So we're at the trial. So after the disclosure of how Dee Dee had treated Gypsy all of those years, like sympathy sort of poured in for Gypsy as being a victim of a violent, um, uh, no, sympathy for Gypsy had like flooded in saying that, um, the victim, oh, far out. I can't read. <sighs> it's very After late. the disclosure of how Dee Dee had trips treated Gypsy all of those years, sympathy for her as the victim of a violent murder rapidly shifted to her as her daughter was a long-term victim of child abuse. While the charge of first-degree murder can carry the death penalty under Missouri law or life without parole, County Prosecutor Tan Patterson soon announced that he would not seek that for either Gypsy or Go to John, calling the case extraordinary and unusual. You can mm-hmm. fucking say that again, Yeah, Dan. fucking hell. After her attorney had obtained medical records from Louisiana, he secured a plea bargain to second-degree murder for Gypsy. 
so undernourished um, Gypsy was during the year she was in county jail, she actually gained 14 pounds in the contrast of most of his clients who actually lose weight incarceration. You got like to try hard un- to gain weight in prison. Like they feed your cardboard. That was how un- that that was how underfed Gypsy was. God, that's horrible. Like that, it's so horrible. Uh, Go to John still faced a more severe charge as prosecutors contended that he initiated the murder plot. Um, both he and Gypsy agreed that he was the one who actually killed Dee Dee. Uh, her uh, Gypsy's plea bargain uh, agreement was did not actually require for her to testify against them. So January 2017, his trial was postponed when prosecutors requested a second psychiatric exam. His lawyers contended that he uh, that he has an intelligence quotient, so an IQ. I didn't know that's what it stood for. Intelligence quotient. We learned quotient. so many things on Murder in the Land of Oz. So many fucking things. Uh, an intelligence quotient of 82 and was on the autism spectrum, and that suggested a diminished capacity. He had initially waived his right to a trial by jury, but changed his mind in June of 2017. <clears throat> so we're at December 2017. The judge set go to John's trial for November 2018. At opening arguments, prosecutors alleged that Goda John had deliberated for over a year before the crime while his lawyers pointed to his autism and said that Gypsy had formulated the crime and their love-struck client had just done what she had, what she had asked. <coughs> the next day, prosecutors showed jurors text messages, sometimes sexually explicit, that Gypsy and Goda John shared in the week before the murder, often using various personas as well as the knife he had used. In some of the texts, he asked for details about Dee Dee's room and sleeping habits. These were then supplemented by video of his interview with police after his arrest, where he admitted to having killed her. Gypsy testified on the trial's third day. She said that while she had indeed suggested go to John, suggested to go to John that he killed Dee Dee and end her mother's abuse, she also considered getting pregnant by him in the hopes that once she was carrying go to John's child, Dee Dee would have would have to accept him. Mm-hmm. Along with the knife she eventually gave to go to John, she stole baby clothes from Walmart during a shopping trip so she could go ahead with either plan. But she said go to John never told her what he thought about the pregnancy plan. After four days, the case was then sent to a jury. Jurors had the option of finding go to John not guilty or guilty for one of the three for one of three murder charges: involuntary manslaughter, secondary degree murder, or first degree murder. After approximately two hours of deliberation, they returned with the verdict and Goda John was found guilty of first-degree murder and armed oh. criminal action. Yep. Mm, that's very questionable for somebody with an intelligence quotient of 82. Yeah. yeah I'm not sure how I feel about that. I feel pretty negative about uh, that. Yeah. In February 2019, he was sentenced to life in prison for the murder conviction, the only possible option since prosecutors had declined to seek the death penalty. Thank God, that poor kid. Mm. <coughs> I mean, he murdered someone, but as he said. 82. Uh, go to John asked Judge John Judge David Jones for leniency on the armed criminal action charge, which carries a minimum sentence of only three years, saying he had fallen blindingly in love with Gypsy. He received a sentence of 25 years on that charge to run with the concurrent life sentence. Uh, Judge David Jones also denied a motion of go to John, by Go to John's lawyer, Dwayne Perry, 
for a new trial. Perry argued that the jury should not have been allowed to hear um, to hear that Go to John had considered raping Dee Dee the night of the murder. Oh fuck! That the state psychologist should not have been allowed to testify while Go to John's psychologist should have to establish that he had a diminished capacity. Mm. The judge, in denying the motion, conceded that an appeals could find the latter point significant and consider it to be a reversible error. Mm. So Gypsy is now serving her sentence in the Missouri's uh, correctional centre. She did not talk to the media until after she had made her plea. Uh, She told BuzzFeed reporter Michelle Dean that she had been able to research Munchausen by proxy on prison computers and that her mother had every symptom. Mm-hmm. Dee Dee quote said, "I think she should have. Be- I think she would have been the perfect mum for someone that was actually sick. She believed Dee Dee's claimed that she had cancer, even if she knew she could walk and eat solid food, leading her to assent to the regular head shavings. However, she always hoped that doctors would see through the ruse, and that she was frustrated that n- none besides Flacistine did, and he was the one that actually." Still didn't report her to uh, yeah. still didn't report Dee Dee to child services. When Michelle Dean asked her what made her want to escape the situation, Gypsy recalled the 2011 incident at the convention, which made her wonder why she wasn't allowed to have friends with others that were her age. She said that Goda John took their idle discussions of murder into reality. She accepts that she committed a crime and has to live with the consequences. Nonetheless, she feels freer in prison than she ever did before and hopes to help other abuse victims. Victims of Munchausen's by proxy abuse often avoid doctors and hospitals in their later lives due to a lingering trust issues. <coughs> According to her family, um, Gypsy also exhibits at times the same sociopathic manipulative behaviors as her mother, who was much for her life, her, who was for much of her life her only role model. She is already psychologically really compromised and she's going to need as much family underpinning and support as she can get. He also points out, um, her family also points out that post-traumatic stress disorder is likely to be an issue with her and her continuing development, but that she chooses to settle. Uh, she, they find somewhere that she can settle and she can find supportive psychotherapy. So her family is standing by her and uh, she is up for parole in 2024. Well, I hope she gets it. And that is the murder it. of Dee Blanchard. Fucking hell. Yeah, I I feel really – I remember – because, like, this is recent. Like, we're this talking 2015. Recent. Yeah. And I remember the story. I remember reading the article like, in BuzzFeed like, when that, like, article first came yeah. out. That was, like, the first piece of media about it. Yeah. And, like, I f- – I f- feel for that poor girl like she's obviously been put through so much torment but I also don't agree with killing the mother I feel her I feel so bad for Gypsy that she had no one to stand up for her um that obviously Dee Dee was just so manipulative that people Mm. didn't think that they would be able to help Mm. and Gypsy um she was so underserved by the medical community and I feel just her I feel so bad for her obviously don't murder people. That's not the way to go. Look, don't murder, but, but also it's probably a little bit justifiable if you've been abused your entire life. Yeah. Like the abuse that she happened to her is was, like, you know, she's she's never going to be able to recover. Like, it's absolutely horrific. Absolutely horrific. No, of course not. Of course not. And something so, yeah. something like something 
you know, Hurricane Katrina destabilized so many people, but it was kind of like the the thing that made Dee Dee be able to get away from it. And like, what a failure in the system. With the excuse of like the documentation oh, being, you know. Yeah, we having the documentation. Oh, because of Katrina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I can def. I've only seen two episodes so far, but definitely checked out the act on Hulu. Um, we've got Pratch- Pratch- and Mummy Dead and Dearest. Oh yes, that is a fucking stunning documentary. It was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's been a case that I've been really fascinated with. I've gotten my housemate Kaylee hooked on it too. Um, so yeah, let mm-hmm. me know what other like just famous homicides you'd like me to talk about because I like doing it. Yeah, yeah. thank you. You're our patron, so you can, you can tell, tell us, us to do whatever do, you want. Whatever you want. If you want me to sing you a song, I will. Not Wear tonight, your I've been talking way dancing too much. monkeys. Um, thank you guys so much for subscribing to our Patreon. Your support means so much to us. I'm not crying. I just have something stuck in my throat, which is annoying me. Um, the support is invaluable and very much appreciated. And we love you for it, you know? Yeah, you guys are amazing. Thank yeah. you so much. You keep this podcast open. You're picking up the slack of all the other subscribers. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, make sure you tell your other Mitlu fan friends to subscribe to the Patreon and you can pick and choose your awards and we would love to hear from you. Make sure you email us and let us know what you like and what you don't like because we'll do your bidding. And have a chat with us on the Patreon page. Yeah, God. Yeah, we will. Also, we should get that book we're, club we're started. Sluts. If you give us money, we'll do whatever. Actually, I have a book recommendation. Yes, book club. Can I put... Is it Zealot? It's Zealot by Jo Thornley. You all should fucking read it. And she has a fucking stunning podcast called Zealot, and it's great. And you should all read And you should all listen to it too. Righto. We've been talking for way Sounds too long to me. tonight. Let's do it. A- uh, Ellen, I love you. I miss you. <laughs> love um, you too. Can't wait for you to come up in two months' time mm-hmm. or less than that, month and a half. Going to be stunning. Yeah. Well, we love you, Stunners. Uh, have a good night or morning or wherever, you, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, goodbye. Goodbye. Stalking is prevalent in Australia. There are hundreds of cases reported every year. These people's existence have been besieged by a stalker. Survivors often are voiceless and have no place to tell their stories. This podcast has given a voice to those victims, a place to tell their stories. Hopefully we can help others who are in this terrible situation to fight back. I'm Mom McMahon. And this is Stalking Australia. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.